welcome back to another episode of Detroit versus the NFL. We're back after about two months of not posting an episode, which, you know, usually uh, does not happen. But then again, in the offseason, uh, after the NFL schedule releases, uh, we enter the period of time where the season really starts to drag and, you know, not a ton of stuff is going on because a lot of the teams are training. Um, so, like, management of the team uh, regarding, like, trading and free agents isn't really a priority um, at this point. So, the only real thing that you can track is injuries and overall how the team is doing. Which, the Lions did finish their mini camp, which is like the camp before training camp. Um, and uh, I thought I would cover that because, uh, you know, I haven't posted in a while and this is a good opportunity to cover how the team is doing. And we had a little bit of NFL news. Uh, so yeah, if you are one of the few listeners listening, make sure to spread the word to the other listeners that you know who listen. Um, and let them know that we're back uh, so that we can get our audience back to its regular size. Uh, but yeah, let's just dump right right into it. So with the Lions, uh, Sam Laporta signed a four-year deal with the Detroit Lions, uh, so he'll be around for a while, and that's honestly pretty good because he'll probably be our starting tight end unless we get a better one um, because, you know, Brock Wright and uh, Shane Zilstra just, you know, they were okay, but they just weren't really, you know, getting the job done. Like, you know, they were there uh, when we needed them, but, you know, they they weren't the ideal tight end that a team would look for. Um, so we drafted a new one, and he'll be around for a while, which I'm personally really happy about because, you know, this team could use a good tight end. You know, after Hawkinson left us, uh, you know, we did... Uh, you know, we did end on a 9-8 and eight record, but, you know, I think a good tight end will help us a lot, and this guy being signed to a four-year deal will definitely help with that. So, yeah. Uh, also in the news, Tracy Walker is cleared to participate in uh, all of the training camp activities. This guy is a safety for us. He's a really good safety. Back when Stafford was around, he was really good. Um, and overall, just a really good player who unfortunately tore his ACL a few years ago, but he's back at it, all healed up, working out, lifting weights. Uh, so he, I don't know if he was in the mini camp, but uh, the full training camp that uh, will start eventually, uh, he'll be in that. So that's all good, uh, very exciting. Uh, you know, then again, we're upgrading our defense more and more. Uh, so that's really good. You know, this team is just constantly improving over this offseason, which, you know, you got to put in the work during the offseason to be really good in the season. Uh, so, yeah. And then next up on our news, the Lions finished minicamp. Um, so the full training camp will start soon. And we got to look at what the 53-man roster will look like because one other benefit of doing a, uh, the training camp is is you find out, uh, or the coaches find out, you know, who's going to be our starter for this position, who's going to be our backup. Uh, so Jared Goff looking like our starter, obviously. And then uh, Nate Sudfeld will probably look like our backup quarterback because Hendon Hooker is still injured. However, I would expect to see him come back uh, after his injury. Uh, I think it's a leg injury. Um, David Montgomery probably looking like to start like our starting running back with Jameer Gibbs as the reserve. 
Um, and then, yeah, Sam Laporta, our starting tight end, and Amon Ross St. Brown, our starting wide receiver at wide receiver one. So overall, uh, that's what the roster is looking like. The coaches haven't announced anything. This is like a mock draft. Um, you know, you predict what it's going to be like, but we'll find out, you know, we'll sort of get an idea for what that's going to look like over the full training camp, which will start up soon. Um, so, yeah. And then... In NFL news, Saquon Barkley rejected a $14 million offer from the New York Giants for one year, I believe. Uh, and it shows he doesn't really want to play there anymore because a $14 million offer is about, you know, the best you can get from a team. And obviously the Giants really want him, but uh, if, you know, he's not willing to accept that offer, I don't think he's going to stay in New York. Uh, so I could see him moving out, uh, but, you know, it's it's really it's really interesting uh, story because they offered him this 14 million dollars in March um, and then now they're offering it to him again so it shows that they can't really give him any more money and if he's not going to accept that then I don't think uh, that deal is going to work out between the New York Giants and Saquon Barkley who is a really good running back by the way if you don't know uh, who Saquon is um, so he definitely is a valued player um, and, you know, I think if he leaves the Giants, you know, a lot of teams might be lobbying for him who need to upgrade at the running back position. Um, I don't think the Lions will get him as they already have a very good running back position full of David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. So, yeah. And then our last piece of NFL news, Stefan Diggs. Uh, he missed a mandatory practice. Uh, so there was a rumor that he would be leaving Buffalo, but a few hours later, his agent tweeted that uh, he was still in Buffalo. He just missed the mandatory practice for some reason. But, you know, it doesn't, you know, totally leave out the possibility of whether he could be leaving or not. You know, there's a, there's always, you know, that, that small chance that he could leave Buffalo. Um, so, yeah, that's just something that, you know, popped up and people started freaking out. And then, you know... Uh, his agent made that tweet and it all calmed down, but I just thought I'd let you guys know because, you know, this could end up being a big thing or it could just be a one-time thing that happened. But, you know, in this offseason, um, anything, anything that happens I like to cover because it's like you're in a desert. There's not much water and the water is, uh, you know, the news that's going on. I know that's like a really bad analogy, but, you, you know, you get what I mean. Um, so yeah, so those were all the news headlines, and I know this episode is, how long is this? This is gonna be, like, barely five minutes long, so I thought that, uh, next week, um, we're gonna shake it up a bit. Instead of covering some news, we're gonna do a fun-sode. Okay, that, that didn't sound right, but a fun episode. Uh, whatever you wanna call it. Um, and we're gonna be predicting the NFC North's schedule. So we're gonna go through the Packers, Vikings, Bears, and Lions. And I'm gonna predict their schedule wins and losses, so predict their record essentially. And I'm gonna pick who's gonna win the division, who's gonna get second, third, and fourth place in the division. And overall, it should be pretty fun. Um, I'm not gonna like, you know, make these my final predictions because it's just the schedule. I haven't, you know, looked into any of these teams' training camps. Uh, so, yeah, it, it should be a pretty interesting episode and, you know, a break from the regular, um, and overall just, you know, putting content out there that you guys will enjoy. So, yeah, uh, thanks for sticking around for this quick update. 
Um, make sure to donate to the GoFundMe. We're all, I'm already going to the Lions at Seahawks game, so that'll be really cool. But like I said, I want to go to as many of these games as I can. So if you're feeling generous, please feel free to head over to the GoFundMe. Um, it's called Tickets to Lions Games by Calvin Little. The picture is all of the Lions fan or all the Lions players in the end zone. Um, so feel free to donate. Um, anything helps, and you know, have a great summer, everybody, and see you guys next week.